We're live on Periscope and Facebook. Will D Live connect or will I have to toggle it? YouTube is there. I may just have to toggle the D Live thing. I had to do that for church yesterday. Sorry about the uh, stream issues with church with Jesse Lee Peterson yesterday. Maybe it has something to do with it being Sunday and New Year's. Everybody was off. Hang on, guys. It is, by the way, it's Monday, 9.01 a.m. U.S. Pacific Standard Time. I will be getting to your calls. 888-775-3773. It's January 4th, guys. Happy New Year. I haven't done a stream all year, right? This is my first stream of the year. Four days in. Dang. Okay, we are live on DLive, guys. Nice to see ya. It took a sec to get you connected, but we're back. I may not be able to see your chats, though, but that's okay. At least you can see me. We're going to be talking about some of the shenanigans. There's ridiculous Democrats. I don't think that there are any so-called centrist Democrats. A centrist is a... A centrist is the Proud Boys. Those are centrists. The Democrats are extreme left. Rhinos are far left. Enemies of America. Not even valid for America. And I have some examples of some of the people who did not vote for Nancy Pelosi. That's fine. I can respect that. But there are other choices for not for voting <laughs> ridiculous uh, and Obamacare I have confirmation Obamacare and Obama are evil and it's just a flashback information that I was reminded of by the Epic Times when it was reported that Nancy Pelosi is trying to get rid of fathers and mothers and boys and girls and men and women from the house rules language Ridiculous. And this old dude got COVID. I have some information on Larry King. Sick with COVID. 87 years old. Almost 90. And there was a, there was a shooting at a church. At a Texas church. A pastor got killed. He was trying to, apparently maybe trying to stop a robbery. He was murdered. I think. That's what it looks like, right? And still not much info on the Nashville bomber. I have a little bit of information that I hinted at last week, but I didn't get to some information on this Nashville bomber. SJW is running the DA's office over here in L.A. County, and he's being sued. That's George Gascon, funded by George Soros, as well as, I think it was the Netflix owner or some guy, some guy who owns one of those huge companies and his wife, too, Gave like a million dollars a piece almost, maybe less. <laughs> Somebody said that Larry King was born old and he already passed his expiration date. And I do have information confirming, too, by the way, that blacks uh, resist arrest. And it's not just in San Francisco. I always cite this San Francisco stat about eight times more they're arrested or charged for resisting arrest. Well, it's also in San Diego. Hat tip to V-Dare. V-Dare. And many other things. 
the election. Ted Cruz is joining in the fight, supposedly. Is he pretending to fight um, against this uh, election scam? I heard that there's like a dozen. I heard at least 11, maybe, maybe 12 senators are going to challenge the election results. Are they challenging it to win? Or are they challenging it to posture? I don't know. I suspect the latter, honestly. But Trump will be there. He will be there. Those of you going to the D.C. rally, he will be there. And I have just a little bit, just in general, about the Raffensperger call. If you want to comment on President Trump's call with the Georgia Secretary of State that made a splash yesterday, it was trending last night and maybe this morning, um, I think the president acted properly. Yeah, it was a perfect call, just like his call with the Ukraine situation. Anyway, that and your calls, but let's get on with the show. One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hague Report, the Hague Report, la, la, la. doing? I'm a little rusty, can you tell? <laughs> Skip had told me one time and I, I haven't forgotten it. James, put a little bass in your voice when you say hey guys. I should say hey guys. <laughs> um, so, what's up? It's 2021. I will be getting to your calls. Some of you guys are already on hold. 888-775-3773. Sounds like Patrick from Spongebob <laughs> says, I never watched that show. This is Chris. But quickly, I have some information from, kind of inspired from Hake News or a, jump, a continuation from Hake News on the Jesse Lee Peterson show today. I talked about how five Democrats defected, so-called centrists, according to the One America News Network, because nervous Nancy Pelosi was reelected to be Speaker of the House. She's been so-called Speaker of the House, which what a disgrace, off and on, which means I think that she's third in line for the presidency. I think. I could be wrong. Ridiculous. Um, she's been off and on so-called Speaker of the House for like 20 years, maybe. She was Speaker of the House, and then she wasn't, and then she was again. And then, she, and then she, like, we almost got it, but we haven't yet. But it's like a very closely divided house. The house is, like it or not, the House of Representatives, I think, is sort of representative of what's going on with the voters in America, with the people of America. Meaning, weak, ineffective, very divided, very whole bunch of really evil people on the left, and a whole bunch of really weak, evil people on the so-called right. And a few people who might be okay, but they get ostracized badly, like Representative Stephen King, whom I've talked about many times, of um, Iowa, who wants to defend Western civilization, kind of like the Proud Boys do, and they got, get smeared for it, because they're white. 
or many of them are white, and he's white. But um, Elisa Slot, three females didn't vote for Nancy Pelosi. They said present. They voted present. Female Democrats. Elisa or Elisa Slotkin, Democrat from Michigan. Representative Abigail Spanberger, maiden name Davis, a Democrat from Virginia. And Representative Mikey, which her real name is Rebecca Michelle Cheryl, a female New Jersey Democrat. They've, they all voted present. They didn't vote for nervous Nancy Pelosi to be Speaker of the House. All right, whatever. They're so-called centrists. I don't know how you can be a centrist and a female Democrat, but... Two Democrats voted for candidates other than Pelosi. Connor Lamb. And I have a picture of this guy with the guy who he, whom he voted for. Connor Lamb is a so-called white Irish, which we don't count those guys as white, do we? Irish Catholic Democrat from PA, Pennsylvania. And he, he voted for this disgraceful black poser, Hakeem Jeffries, a black Muslim. For a New York lawyer or politician guy. Isn't that a shame? I mean, he didn't vote for Nancy Pelosi, but he, what is he being doing a Democrat? What is he doing being a Democrat? I mean, I guess those Irish, sometimes they fall for that stuff. Is, is Biden like an Irish? Because why is he Catholic? It's weird to me when a, when a, somebody, well, Unless you were raised that way. If you were raised that way, okay. Irish people are Catholics, right? JFK people. JFK was Irish, huh? And a Catholic. He was the first Catholic elected. That's why they killed him. Um, <laughs> and then, that's not the only guy, but that was terrible, right? Connor Lamb. What, a, what an interesting name. But his family... In-laws, grandparents, great-grandparents, or something like that, uncles and stuff, have been involved in um, Pittsburgh and Pennsylvania politics for many years, right? This Connor Lamb guy. Cool name, but a disgrace. He voted for a black Muslim guy. And that Hakeem Jeffries, as I recall, pretty much all of the black Democrats who are in Congress or anywhere in the government... Actually, even the black Republicans, many of them, except for the great Justice Clarence Thomas, are jokes. Even the Surgeon General under President Trump, who's nice, a nice guy, trying to stand for what's right, but he's silly. Silly. And Hakeem Jeffries is no exception to that rule. But Representative Jared Golden, I have this other supposedly white guy, veteran, about my age, Democrat from Maine. Maine. What's wrong with you people? Look at him. Uh, Jared Golden. I don't know. I think that's white. I don't, I'm not really sure. Voted for the female senator, Tammy Duckworth. And she's not just female. She was born in Bangkok, Thailand. She is half Thai. Her mother was Thai and her father is supposedly American. And she's a female Democrat. Gen X, I think. And she's like a double amputee. Tammy Duckworth. And actually, she's a fellow veteran person, right? Because she lost her both of her legs and really messed up her arms. 
being a Democrat and a female and and mixed and isn't that always the way the the white guy? I don't know if her father was he's de- dead now. I think he was a military guy too, but she joined the military, got all messed up because her helicopter was shut shot down. Messed up her arm. If you see ever see her arm, it's it's um scarred, you know. Kind of a nasty scar. Sort of disfigured, but still functional. Lost her legs. Her mother was Lamai Sompornperin. Whom Tammy Duckworth touted as a so-called immigrant. Rolling my eyes. Phony politicians. They always tout, oh, immigrants. Especially, that's an anti-Trump underhanded attack, by the way. And Franklin Duckworth was her father. She was the first American female double amputee from the Iraq war. And by the way, she flew, according to the St. Louis Post-Dispatch, she flew the Blackhawks to serve her country and please her father. Shameful. And sure enough, she was injured in the war, Iraq war. And by the way, she recently, a couple years ago, I guess, had her second child while a senator, a so-called senator. She had her first child while she was in the House of Representatives. So it's a working female mother. (laughs) Female mother, I know it's uh, redundant. But St. Louis Today, St. Louis Post-Dispatch touts her, few mothers could do what Tammy Duckworth did, but she may still pave the way for working parents. As if this is a good thing for her to be working, a Democrat, and she's anti-American. Shameful. It's so common, too. There was another person in 2018 who was a single mother elected. I don't think that this woman is a single mother. She's married to a white guy, kind of like her mother married a white guy. I think. But look at this guy. Jared Golden voted for Tammy Duckworth. What's up with these so-called white guys? I don't know if Golden is a white American Christian last name, but he's a veteran, you know, he's... And he's simping for the blacks and the POCs and the women. Typical Democrats. There are no... And they're not... That's not exactly centrist if you're a Democrat. (laughs) Right? Anyway. (laughs) Had to do that. Had to cover that for you guys. Um, Let me... It's the new year. Let me talk briefly with a couple of callers here, then I'll get to Obamacare and some other stuff, all right? Oh, by the way, I have a ton of Super Chats to read, too. Thank you to Jesse Lee Peterson hosting The Hague Report. Noah's Art Kansas for The Diamond. Lin Yen Chin is clarifying about Super Chats that were read at the end of The Jesse Lee Peterson Show. He says, my spelling was phonetic mockery of the word spiritual. I think he called it spiritual. Something like that. And that was kind of hard to pronounce for people. For the reader. Chris. (laughs) Thank you for the subscriptions. Fluke Fluke Unicorn. Crazy spelling, but we appreciate the donations, Chris says. Yes. Fluke Unicorn gave a diamond and said, Happy New Year, Hake. After Jesse, you're my favorite. Heart, heart. Thank you. Appreciate that. 
Lin Yen Shin says, Irish president is a far left broken CU all. Broken sexual. Oh. I think that that is, I think he's switched. I think it's a new so-called president of one of the Irelands, right? There's a Northern Ireland and then there's a real Ireland or something like that. I don't think that it's the homosexual guy anymore. But yeah, I remember he came over with his so-called male, it's gross, person. Yeah, the pre- previous prime minister was homo. And he um, put it in, Mike brought his person <laughs> and kind of put it in Mike Pence's face. Because Mike Pence is a Christian, supposedly, and he's not for this. He's a little bit more sensible, right? Or a lot of it. Yeah. Means that they are broken people, Lin Yenchen, broken sexual. Broken people. Average IQ of 92, he says. <laughs> I hadn't heard that. Is that higher than the average? <laughs> I think Dylon has told me once, you know, my former uh, so-called producer. I mean, not so-called, but my former... De facto producer. A hundred is average. Okay, it's low for whites. Yeah, see, POCs are are as likely or more, I think, to be into that madness. Probably more. But it's it's being promoted, so I think it's a growing number, growing percentage. Fluky unicorn. But uh, actually, Dylon thinks that they have higher average IQs. <laughs> uh... IQ isn't everything, that's for sure. Fluky Unicorn gave a diamond and said, Tell Chris I'm a girl. Chris, Fluky Unicorn is a girl. Noted. <laughs> he says, Noted. Oh, I got to open up the Streamlabs, but let me get to Earl in Michigan. Happy New Year, Earl. How are you? Hola, buenos dias. Happy New Year to, to you and your staff. Thank you. Um, First of all, let me address uh, Art in oh. Ohio. All right. Uh, and I've heard some bonehead comments by blacks, but this is the one, one of the most ludicrous and most stupid comment uh, by black that I've heard in a long time. I mean, well, not that long because I listen to Jesse Lee Peterson. And he says something crazy every day, so I have to amend that. But the comment that he's thankful for slavery as as some kind of uh, justification for him being here, he can equate that and and mitigate that as the justification for him being there, that he's thankful. If I can quote... A borrow a quote from Jesse Lee Peterson. Just to interrupt briefly, are you saying that Art from Ohio said that he's thankful for slavery? Yeah. Wow. I, mean, I, didn't, I hadn't caught that on Thursday, huh? Wow, yeah. good job, Art. Uh, appreciate that. That's cool. Um, I'm, I'm thankful for slavery, borrow, too, even though you guys are a headache, many of you. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's most racist and stupid people who have no feelings of us. Somebody else's uh, 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 misery 
and, uh, I think you people are more miserable today than the slaves were back then. Well, you think a lot of things, stupid idiot. <laughs> but, uh... Did you hear... Oh, my gosh. If I, if I can borrow a statement from, uh... Hold that thought. Hold that thought. For a second. Let yes. me say something, man. I, know, I, I, will. I held up for the last time you said something. I appreciate it, but hold, hold that thought one more time. Shout out to DJ Hardmouse for the Earl mix, remix. Check that out, guys. DJ Hardmouse. M-O-U-S, I think. No E at the end. I don't know if you heard your remix yet, but we'll be playing it maybe soon. Okay. Thanks for your patience, Earl. <laughs> no problem. Yeah. Uh, uh, the, if I can borrow a statement from uh, Jesse Lee Peterson, if I, you know, I can think of a lot of words uh, for, for slavery, and thankful wouldn't be one of them. <laughs> so, uh, let me ask Earl, that, are, you have, are you glad to be in America? That's a different story. To be happy to, uh, to be in America is different from being, to, uh, to being thankful for the condition and the treatment that, that my ancestors uh, incurred in slavery. What exactly so, was that? Play that stupid game. I got an answer for that stupid game. But you haven't uh, answered the question. Yeah, I said I'm, I can I be thankful to be American, but I can I can be unthankful for the way my my descendants was treated uh, in slavery. There's two different things. Did you catch the throwback Sunday uh, service from April, I think, 11th, 2010? I don't watch your, your Sunday service. Wow. That's a waste of my time. Because mm, I, I don't believe in, 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 your, in, in you and Jesse's philosophy. It's flawed. All right. Interesting. Uh, Bible go-to uh, guy has a response. Yeah, I wanted to. I was hoping he'd respond because I I have something to say to Bible go-to guy, uh, which he he's never answered. Can I read his but response? Go ahead with his, he says, "Suffering, if done right, produces much good. Whether it is the suffering of Jesus on the cross, losing a child, coming to grips with how evil you are, or slavery, suffering, if done right, produces much good." He repeats. So what was right about slavery? And, and ask him... What was uh, wrong about slavery? Would he like to trade places with the slaves? <laughs> would that do much good? That's too much conversation yeah. via text. But another thing, I would like to ask the Bible go to God, which he's never answered. Uh, he believes in uh, Jesse Lee's philosophy that uh, perfect uh, parents uh, produce perfect children. Can he can he produce any evidence of perfect parents with perfect children in history and in, in the Bible and in, in life or who had perfect children? I think that's the point. I, I, I've 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 I've, I've uh, given. I don't I've, think that they said that that's happened. They never that's said that. Lee, they never. I know, Jeff but. Lee uh, no, but listen, says, listen, they never said that there were perfect parents. He just said a perfect parent would produce a perfect children. Right. So where is the evidence? You don't have to have evidence. Yes, you do. You made a comment. How you know a uh, perfect parents would, 
produce perfect uh, 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 children. Because if, uh, I think you the have point, no, no, you're going to have to no, ask him. No, are you, you're not still I banned mean, from the Jesse Lee Peterson show, are you? Say what? No. Okay. Then you ask him. I've asked Jesse Lee Peterson, and, but I extend it to the Bible, Lee, um, Bible go-to guy since he likes to quote Jesse Lee Peterson and, and back him up. Because a lot of kids, so, a lot of kids will say, a lot of adults will say, oh, my parents were perfect, especially the, their mothers. Oh, they say that. Yeah. And then, and then they, but they're imperfect. And they would just want to blame themselves or their bad friends or something else. A lot of folks, By the uh, way, Chris has a question for you. He writes, at what point will they get over it? Referring to the blacks and slavery. No. You got you don't have to get over it, but you got to fight it in case when people uh misclaim it and, and and try to mitigate it and try to say it's different things like it was just immigrants, uh, <laughs> uh so forth. It really wasn't slaves or so you gotta make sure the truth is out. But you don't know the because truth people will people will and have tried to uh uh, disclaim it so they can feel better. Have, they don't, have, they don't people, like sh- have people not over-dramatized it? Nope. They under-dramatized that's a, it. That's a lie. But, uh, <laughs> Earl, Earl, I have a Bible, your, Bible go-to guy who wants go to talk with you. Yes, let me talk to the Bible go-to guy. All right, Bible go-to guy out of Los Angeles, California. You're on the air with Earl from Michigan. Earl, that was a breathtakingly dumb response to what I said about suffering. I did not say slavery was good, you dummy. I said (laughs) that slavery produced much good in the suffering of the black folks. It it ennobled them and made them overcome. I didn't say it was good. What the heck is wrong with you? Because that's the stupidest comment, you idiot. <laughs> then, then what I say? Yeah, see, all you're doing is throwing all you're doing is throwing back in, in, an in, an insult, but an insult nope. in timeliness yeah. is a good thing. Earl, that was dumb. That was really dumb. But yeah. that's what victim. That's what victim minded people like to do. Victim-minded well, uh, people what, like me, to what, hold on to their good, victimhood. Tell me, see if you go through uh, if you go through slavery me with, with that perfect, good, hold, on, oh, hold on, hold on, Earl. Explain through, to me, fella. What you? If you go through the law of a child, slavery, any kind of thing that's harsh on you, right? If you go through that with grace, you come out on the other side with stronger character, and it ennobles you and builds you up. Any kind of suffering. Is not bad. It is good if you go through it well. Would you like to do? Would you like to be the slave? But black people slavery. Black people dredge up the slavery thing so they can feel like victims. Would you like to be treated that way? And say nobody uh, likes. I come out. I came out of it with grace. Jesus did not. That's another dumb question. Jesus did not like the suffering, but Jesus was ennobled by the suffering, and he freed us from his suffering. Just like when you take your suffering, there's nothing fun about suffering. You don't, you don't wish it on anyone or yourself. But when you go through it well, when you go through it with with nobility, then you overcome oh, and you have funny. stronger character. Go, go, would you? Would you say uh, 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 a victim? Would you Stubborn say old like man. Those three girls that were kidnapped and 
in Ohio and spent uh, 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 several years in chains down the basement and and was a uh, uh, object of uh, of their kidnappers, uh, lust and so forth, and had to endure all of that all of that uh, abuse. Would you say that's something? If they came to there with grace, that made them better. Another dumb point that misses my point, and that <laughs> is simply that all suffering, if handled well, ennobles the spirit, and the spirit is stronger well, than any other suffering. God maybe said give you he will some give grace. you. Maybe you can handle it well. Will give you. God said He will give you the ability to overcome all the world. That means the suffering of the world. Black folks like like Earl refuse to overcome any you kind of suffering. They want to blame everybody for their feelings. And, uh, Stay close to your phone, Earl. You're coming in like you're talking into a pan and not to us. Yeah. He's so emotional. You're sounding awful, Earl. I can't hear him either. Yeah. We can't understand you. It's the same babble. Yeah, that's true. Appreciate it, Bible Go-To Guy. Great points. Right All right, thanks. Bye. Bye. Smartest white man. One of the smartest white men, (laughs) as Jesse Lee Peterson would say. They're trying to. They're trying to be smart. Why are you trying to I'm wish? To why are you trying to wish slavery on whites, Earl? Because, uh, uh, obviously, it's uh, uh, it must not have been as bad to go through it, and so forth. But maybe you should try it one sometime and see if you like it. He didn't. He never said that it wasn't that bad. I'm the one who said yeah, it's not but that it's bad. Yeah, trying to make up some uh, some physical, uh. All right. Thank you, Earl. Your your phone's awful. We'll talk again. Take care. Adios. (laughs) (laughs) Adios, amigo. (laughs) I say adios because I learned that pronunciation from the great. If any woman is, if any lady is great, the great Ann Coulter. Her book is titled Adios America. It's not pronounced Adios America. It's pronounced Adios America. She wrote that book and President Trump read it. And that's why he built the wall. Um, Happy New Year, Earl. Trump is still your president, says Fluky Unicorn. Thank you. Lin Yen Chin says suffering leads to wisdom in those who want it. Uh, isn't that, wasn't that a great message in the opening monologue from the Jesse Lee Peterson show today? In answer to, I think, the biblical question, talking about endure. Dark Side of the Bear, what, gave a diamond and said, that was a beautiful, that was beautiful, Bible Go-To guy. Or she she calls him BGT Goy. (laughs) But Earl, call in my show. Nice. That's cool. Does he do that? That'd be interesting. Okay, um, let me get to Samuel in Sweden. He has one last thing on the flat earth. Samuel, Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year, Hake. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, you know, but anyway, first I want to say, because I know you're uh, worried about my work, so I'm going to tell you that I just got to know today that I would be 
allowed to go there to start the welding wow. education. Nice. Yes. Congratulations. So, in, so yeah, you're going I'm very to, happy about it, actually. So it's, uh, you're going to be training to learn how to be a welder? Yeah. Okay. They said, they said I was, it seems like I have to do some weeks of test work or test education before they All right. uh, fully sign in. But it's a start anyway. And uh, so I'm very happy about it. Make sure you stay focused and alert so that you don't weld off your finger. <laughs> well, it doesn't seem... That, that doesn't <laughs> seem to be the danger, but uh, other things <laughs> like losing your eyesight and... Right. Uh, and uh, I, I think... It's not a toy. Um, <laughs> no, The welding torch. Right. Yeah. That's cool, man. Or do you have to pay for this school, or they are... Or, or is the the government paying no, for it, or is the, the, government, the company? The government, the government pays for it. Wow! Well, take good advantage so, of it. So, t- I'm going to send a, a, a post message to all the taxpayers. Thank you. Thank <laughs> right you for on. This. That's cool. He's in Sweden, and Sweden is a socialist country. He has no choice but to have it paid for him. <laughs> That's cool, Samuel. Congratulations. Nice. Yeah. Okay. And uh, well. Perhaps you heard the last uh, Sunday stream I had, and uh, it was amazing. I mean, I think you were there. I saw you in the chat. Yeah, I was in and out, but because um, I was preparing for church and different things. But yeah, I heard uh, uh, chunks of it. You had Matt living the dream back on the stream. Nice. And I tell you, you have to get Matt on your show. I All mean, right, that would be amazing. Appreciate the the uh, recommendation, you, the suggestion. You can feel two hours in that. It's no problem. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But anyway, what I talked with Matt about was something I remember. I heard about this many years ago, but the government uh, did some nuclear bombing in the uh, high up in the air many years ago. Now I found out they started doing this in the 60s. But now what Matt told me was that called uh, Operation uh, Fishbone. And I looked it up, and there's many names there, like Fishbowl and uh, Dominic for the Latin God and Lord. And they had uh, other names for it, too. But anyway, the thing is that they they shut up all this and dropped from playing some. All this extremely powerful nukes. I mean... Nukes? He said nukes? Nukes uh, at atom bombs. Okay. The, The last a bomb they used uh, very high up in the air was 8 million ton, which is like, I looked it up, it's like 666 times stronger than the nuke they dropped on um, Hiroshima. Wow. Uh, so, so, I mean, it was, uh, that, and that was the biggest, the last one they used. And we, I talked with Matt about how he, he said they tried to uh, destroy the... Uh, the glass bowl, or what? Not glass bowl, but the firmament. Oh, uh, dang! Is that where yeah, the hole in the ozone I, layer came from? I don't know, but I just was thinking, even if the Earth is still round or spherical, whatever. Yeah. I mean, there's pretty insane people in charge. I mean, they know that these are dangerous weapons, new radioactive, and they use them. But, I mean, I think it, 
they use all this name like the fish bowl and things like that. Use, I mean, it's, it's a really strong argument for flat earth there also. Okay. Uh, but, but anyways, I just want to mention it. Is I just I was thinking about it. And I realized that the world is run by crazy. I would want to call them satanic people. Satanic. I mean, they are. Yeah. Yeah, they are crazy. Yeah. Crazy. I think I agree with that. These people are, um, I mean, look at the UN. It's ridiculous. And the people in charge of so-called America. Nancy Pelosi, nervous Nancy Pelosi. I think she's the number three. I could be wrong. Anyway, appreciate the tip, Sam. Good to hear from you, Samuel. Do, do, I just have to ask, do you read the uh, tweets tweet made from uh, uh, Lynn Wood? I haven't uh, read them very much. I've read a few. And some of them I mean, are pretty out there sounding, anyway. Yeah. He's talking about Mike he's, Pence being put in front of a firing squad or something like that? Something like no, that. No, but I mean. Have you kept up with that? I, I, uh, okay. I don't remember that, but you, today, <laughs> or I read his messages today, he talked about the FBI or the CIA and the, or, uh, the MI6 being part of child sex trafficking. Uh, things, you know, all over the world. Uh-huh. And I mean, he's, I mean, isn't he lawyer <laughs> for Trump? I don't think that he's working directly with Trump. He is a pro Trump lawyer, though. And didn't he I work mean, with Nicholas Sandman? Sandman. Yeah, he was the lead attorney he, in Nicholas Sandman's defamation suit. So I respect him. Chris says they are crazy, but he says crazy awesome. <laughs> So I just, I don't know. I think that, um, you know, if we had an America that was strictly pro-America, maybe they wouldn't sound so crazy as, like, we're not really used to hearing actual, about actual enforcement of the law and the Constitution and pro-America stuff, because we just kind of... Uh, let it slide. What's a little treason? What's a little illegal, a little uh, 30 million illegal aliens and stuff like that? All of this betrayal of America, and we just let it slide so people don't, it seems extreme to enforce the law. So he's saying stuff that sounds like it might, it feels a little crazy, and I think, I think it, my impression, it's on the crazy side. But, um, you know, I think he when, loves America. I think he may just be overreacting, maybe. But maybe I'm just being a an establishment guy <laughs> by saying that. I don't know. I I just want to comment at all about the immigration thing. I mean, they now they're writing articles about the unsafe society, but when they just take in all these people who have criminal past. And, you know, a lot of the criminals, a lot of the crimes in America and in Sweden and Europe is now committed about from uh, immigrants. You know, it's yeah. like a big part. Right. I mean, one Swedish police went out and said that 100 percent or almost 100 percent of the worst crimes in the city that he was in was committed by immigrants. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, it, and 
you know, he was hated then by the media. But the media say, oh, we live in such an unsafe society, and then they promote all this and make the society right. unsafe. Nah, well, it's, it's, you know, some some serious bitch slapping needs to be done yeah. <laughs> in the media house. I mentioned, I mentioned um, the lady who came up with that Adios America book, Ann Coulter, and she talked about the not just the quantity of the crimes that are committed, like some of the sex crimes and stuff, committed by these um, illegals and even maybe some legals. And they have the, the quality of the crimes, meaning like the, the details of the case are kind of gruesome or extra strange or weird. And I think that that's true. It's a foreign culture and they have um, foreign false more degenerate values, and yes, our society is becoming more corrupt amongst the native population, even though white so-called Christians are getting perverted, but and, these people are are really off the deep end. And there is a major media cover-up, as you, as you hinted. I just want to say, because I've seen this a couple of times now, one of the reasons why our, uh, our Western children or youth is becoming immoral is because they're growing up in schools and in part of society with all these criminals, criminal uh, uh, immigrants. I mean, they are affected. I mean, there are Swedish right. people now who can't speak proper Swedish because they have <laughs> been living in uh, all these Arabic uh, um, places in Sweden. Right. You know, they speak like, I mean, they're pure Swede, but they speak like they were a foreigner because yep. that, that's the, all they heard from day one in school. Yeah. So, I mean, it's crazy. I was affected by that a little bit, too. Very true. That's crazy, Samuel. I appreciate the call. Good to hear from you. Yeah. Good New Year. Thank you. Same to you. Take care. Uh, Yes. uh, Lynn Wood. By the way, he was hired by um, presidential candidate, then presidential candidate, Herman Cain, Lynn Wood. Um, during the smears upon Lynn Wood, I mean, appear upon Herman Cain. Remember the fake sexual harassment accusations against um, against uh, Herman Cain, the late great Herman Cain, the black dude who ran for president. And he looks like he was a front runner, and then they started coming out with fake sexual accusations against him, accusing him of cheating and so-called harassment and all that stuff. Um. And he was in charge of the Nicholas Sandman case, the Covington Catholic boy who smirked with that racist smirk (laughs) in front of that engine. Indian, I mean. American Indian. That's why I call it engine for short. Um, Bunch of different things. Interesting. He also volunteered to work on the defense team for Kyle John Wick, Jack Bauer, Rittenhouse. Man. That boy... That young man, King, Kyle Rittenhouse. The way he only, only shot those who were attacking him. That's cool, in a crowd of people. I watched that movie, John Wick, pretty degenerate, I guess, but it was very similar. He was walking through a crowd, only shooting his attackers, not the crowd. That's how, in, how real life Kyle Rittenhouse was. Even though they had no business being out there protesting this fake Black Lives Matter thing, 
He only attacked his attackers and got them. So right on Kyle Rittenhouse and right on Lynn Wood. Enter the Sandman. <laughs> uh, okay. Let me get to Mays in Dayton, Ohio. She wants to chime in on this slavery conversation. Um, Jesse Lee Peterson always says that Mays cannot handle when Bible go-to guy or some other white person calls in and tells the truth. Let's see what she has to say, though. Mays, what's up? Happy New Year. Hello, James. I was just listening to Bible go-to guy go up in the coconut tree. <laughs> I'm going to let me bring him down. <laughs> he, uh, all he asked him was, would he want to be in that situation? He went all over the road and through the mountains and the valley and didn't give him an answer. You think so he really needed to answer that place. question? And that was and he just used his Caucasian power to try to tell <laughs> him what to think. Is Caucasian power, is that like white privilege? Well, no, that's Caucasian <laughs> power. That to try to tell us what we need to be thinking, and you can't think yourself. That's part of your problem. Your history of slavery is there. It's, it's documented. So y'all going to have to deal with that yourself. That don't no, mean that yeah. we got to be upset about what We already what dealt with it's, it's been It's been that, dealt with ad nauseum. No, it has not. You don't listen. Hey, well, hey Mays, Mays, would what? you like to be a slave? No, I wouldn't. And I, if I did, I'd probably be dead. That's why I like John Brown. Do you think... That's why I love him. I love John Brown. You love a terrorist, did. an anti-American I, uh, terrorist. Okay, we get you, it. We get it. Um, what? Yes, he's an anti-American terrorist. Thank God he's dead. John Brown. And, and what um, did slavery do? No, hey, no, Mays, no, Mays, do you really think that Bible Go-To Guy needed to answer that question? He addressed the root of the issue. But, uh, but they had territory with, with slavery, and they still got territory today. It's like what are I you say, talking about? Answer my answer. What okay. I just talked about. I said, do you well, think do you think Bible Go To Guy really needed to answer that question when yes, he addressed he the root of the issue? Yes, he did. He would Why? get to the root. Why? Because if he didn't want to be a slave, what make him think somebody else wanted to be one? He didn't say that anybody else wanted to be one. Maze, you're you're acting they, black and didn't slow. He care? He don't care. Hey, but Jane, Maze, let me, let me Maze, get my point. I can tell you're black. Because you're stubbornly refusing to look at the point, which was very deep, that he, Bible he Go-To Guy brought. No, Bible Go-To Guy didn't bring nothing because he's in a coconut tree. It's just like I said. What's that mean, a coconut tree? What does that mean, being in a coconut tree? Are you calling him a white uh, monkey? No, being in a coconut tree means you're nuts in the head. That's what it means. <laughs> now, That's funny. <laughs> and he still carries that. I'm saying because when it comes to black people talking about slavery... I mean, can't you have a conversation typical about black, it? Typical black to just be stubborn. Me. Earl had to and, be crazy. Hold on, Mace. So hold on, Mace. Hold on, Mace. Typical what? black to just be stubborn and just refuse to look at the plain, obvious truth that Baba Gucci guy brought. But I'm another question, James. Since you're talking and you're people chatting and you're reading the chat, why do black people have a Voting Rights Act and Caucasians don't? What's wrong with that picture? And that was the one. Nothing's wrong with that picture. There. Actually, we shouldn't have given it to you guys. Why don't they get rid of it? We should get rid of it. Yeah, let's get rid of it. Yeah, get rid I of agree. It. And then, and why because you guys vote? don't vote right. Well, y'all don't vote right. Yes, we do. Y'all get y'all say man, okay, we both sides more than anybody. We y'all vote for rhinos. That's true. So we've been in both parties, so we know how both parties are. If you were the same thing, <laughs> please, because we've been in both parties. You don't know so anything. I'll never be a Democrat, <laughs> and, and I'll never be this. But you always want to be a Republican. But we've been in both parties, so we know how you treat people. You don't know anything, man. Go to guy. His strength that he has in the <laughs> Caucasian cannot rule. Over someone else. If he listens sometime, he'll learn something. I know y'all don't like what I got to say because I'm not speaking saying what of not learning. Speaking of not like learning, Rick, hey Mace. Rick, Rick wanted Mace, to be in slavery. Mace, what? Hang on. Speaking what? of not learning, slavery, those slaves, 
I respect the slaves if they did it with dignity, if they suffered in dignity. With dignity. dignity. They had more character than they had to have. They had more character than you. Excuse me? They had more character than you. Your opinion. No, that's my fact. Just like you don't have any character either, because if you did, you wouldn't be thinking the way you do and then call yourself a Christian. Huh? That's what I'm saying. So those you don't make sense, Mace. Doing those, that to people, what do we call the one things that we see today? It's you're so like shallow, Mace. Mace, you're so shallow. No, I'm not shallow. I'm yes, just you telling are. you the truth. No, you're I know you sh- hate it. shallow. And I don't care. I just tell you like it is. Tell it like it is. Just no, you don't tell it like it is up, because slavery is long gone. Up, it's, it doesn't. It is. It isn't you, even is. Let me tell you, if you woke up and you got and you and, and you and you really did what you needed to do, you wouldn't see a black man no different than you. You'd see him the same as you. No. Because all God's children False. got a role, and you should look at the role that he left for them to play. People just like aren't he left the same. For you to play. But y'all leave that role out. You want to be the biggest of everything, and everybody's supposed to follow you. But you don't follow everybody and everything. You I don't follow, follow anything right. You got Maze? the role to find my way to get back on it. Where's your husband? Well, it's not about my husband. It's about the truth and learning. So that's y'all's problem. But where's your husband? That's why y'all stuck with, that's why y'all stuck with this voting stuff. where's what? your husband? Well, you need to know where my husband is. You don't have a woman, so I'm not asking you about it. Why don't you have one? That's irrelevant. So why you ask me about my husband? Where's so your husband? I, so when the truth hits you, just do it. Why do you speak so fast, like Maze? John Brown Mah- and y'all Maze. people. Maze, Mahmoud asks, I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing your name, Mahmoud. Why do you speak so fast? Because I want to get what I got to say and finish. I don't like to hog up and, and, and I like to share. Yeah, that's y'all problem. Y'all don't no, like you don't like to listen. That's a Caucasian problem. He don't like sharing. He wants to have everything on yeah, okay. his own. <laughs> and it don't work that way. That South African guy said, like Rick, you're racist, like Maze. If that guy's like Bart and Rick, you're going to always look for you to teach Buffalo Bartlett. Jason Bartlett said, you're racist, Maze. I don't care what Jason Bartlett's called me. I know what I am. <laughs> Tell him to get it out of his heart. Maybe he won't be racist himself. Whatever that is. You missed it. He needs to Bobby see what his eyes. Brought a powerful he needs to see what his eyes are using for like John Brown. And you missed it. James, if you were like John Brown, what kind of person would you be? John Brown was evil, and that's why, why he was he killed. Why was he evil? Because he was a murderer. Why was he, he evil? Pre- he pretended to they care for the him? blacks, and he why committed, he committed why terrorism. They, why, why did they murder John Brown? Because he murdered other people. They didn't murder him. They they well, executed they him, I believe. So. Yeah. They did what? I believe they executed him uh, for Isn't that murder? That's committing what y'all like terrorism. Executing him and talk about abortion. I said a life is a life. I got to go, Maze. Nice talking with you. Okay. I'm so sorry. To, I got I got to say this. I'm so sorry because the truth hurt. <laughs> that, the truth hurt you so bad that you had to call in with you. Hold on, Maze. The truth hurt. The truth from Bible Go-To through, that Bible came go-to through Bible Go-To on, guy go-to hurt you so badly that you had to call in with your mess he, uh, and no, distract no, no, from no, the no. root issue. I'm just issue. telling you like yes. it is. Not yes. make you I don't want to yes. make you happy. I want your heart to feel it. In fact, if Did you, you get watermelon about. for Christmas? What? <laughs> Did you See, get watermelon stupid. for that Christmas? That's the stupidest thing to ask somebody. What is watermelon? Y'all like watermelon, so what they got You know what else is stupid? Asking Bible Go-To guy if he wanted to be a slave. That's a stupid question. I got a cantaloupe for Christmas, so now what? Did you elope? What did watermelon got to do with it? Did you elope when you got married? They're both fruits. <laughs> yeah, and you believe in God? Right, I don't go. believe in no God. Nice Y'all believe in a God that the, the, the heathens, the heathen God, yeah, they had one of those out there too. And Bible Go Two Guy is full of with it. So come out that <laughs> coconut tree, Bible Go Two Guy. All right, goodbye, Mace. And have a good one. <laughs> Back at you. That's funny that she calls, she calls in with her nutty self, trying to call Bible Go Two Guy nutty. <laughs> When he was just saying a, a common point that all people can uh, 
take heed and learn from. Maze says Wayne and Rhonda, what's up? <sighs> Watermelon in winter? <laughs> that was a question from the chat. I think Take Care Business Bear says, if he asks Maze if she got watermelon for Christmas, I'm going to lose it laughing. Wow. Crazy. Scapegoating is a sad existence. Hazy Maze, put the pipe down and seek God, says Glenn over on Facebook. Maze in the days. Yes, she is. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. So I have um, some more calls to get to. Joe from Phoenix wants to clarify what's going on, what went down with John Brown. And Dana in South Dakota wants to say the truth about the roots of slavery and slave, that word. But uh, did you hear? Real quick, let me tell you about this. Obamacare, in the last few minutes of this first hour here, we'll get to the callers at the top of this coming hour after, after the break. So give me, give me seven or eight minutes, guys and gals. A proposed, you heard from the Hake, Hake News that proposed house rules seek to erase gendered terms such as father, mother, son, daughter. Nervous Nancy is part of that, and so is this guy named James, what's his last name? McGovern. 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 What a ridiculous name. I've heard that name before in politics of years past, decades past. Flashback, though, I have a flashback for you from June of last year, June 2020. HHS, the Health and Human Services, rules, removes non-discrimination protection for so-called gender identity, which is a false identity, right? identity, right? The Epic Times reported back in June of last year, this past year, the U.S. Health of, U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, HHS, which is a far-left, um, part of the executive branch, right? Finalized a rule June 12th that follows on, on federal court rulings finding the Obama administration overreached when it issued an unusual rule prohibiting discrimination on health care and health insurance on the basis of patients' so-called internal sense of gender. I'm using air quotes. Uh, appropriately, Jeanette. <laughs> because I get criticized for using Air quotes, excessively, right? The new rule, according to the agency, could save hospitals, insurers, and others $2.9 billion over five years by relieving them of regulatory burdens. Roger Severino is a director of, or was, a director of the Office for Civil Rights at HHS, and he announced this thing. So back in 2016, Obama, the Obama administration, published an HHS rule interpreting so-called sex... Mentioned in Section 1557 of the so-called Affordable Care Act, Obamacare, statute outlawing discrimination, reinterpreting sex to mean sex, so-called sexual identity or gender, which defines, which is defined, it defined as one's internal sense of gender, which may be male, female, neither, or a combination of male and female. So in other words, deluded people, deluded people, propping them up. Propping their delusion up, really. It's not propping them up. It's, it's putting them, encouraging them in their hell, right? It was flagged basically at the end of 2016, and it was finally struck down in October of 2019, but it took until 
uh, June of 2020 for this to be announced. Critics say the new rule would endanger vulnerable transgender people. One of the critics is some dumb female political science professor, and I have a picture of this woman, a couple maybe. Tia Cherie Gaynor of Cincinnati, a short-haired, black, and indeed she is a lesbian with glasses, who's, by the way, her quote-unquote wedding. Look, this is on the government website. She is on the government website, National Institute of Justice. This is part of the DOJ, I believe. U.S. Department of Justice, Office of Justice Programs. This woman, who is a professor at the University of Cincinnati, and actually there's supposed to be like a backwards accent under that second E, the second to last one, Cherie Gaynor, PhD, by the way. Short-haired black lesbian, very short-haired. And by the way, Essence Magazine, Essence Magazine had some horrific pics of her so-called wedding back in 2018 with a, another black female who was more like the masculine imitation of a, of a male, right? But female. Both of them professors. And I'm sparing you the pictures because they're disturbing. It's wrong, right? They so-called eloped in Hawaii, according to Essence magazine. And of course, Essence is promoting that. It's such a wonderful thing. But she has a government profile uh, created under the Obamacare times, under Obama administration. July of 2016 was still under the Obama administration. Her University of Cincinnati profile reads, Dr. Gaynor's research examining the perceptions of people of color who identify as lesbian, gay, and transgender hold of the New Orleans Police Department is currently supported by the U.S. Des Department of Justice Office of Justice Programs. So she was government-funded in her so-called work under the W.E.B. Du Bois Program of Research on Race and Crime. W.E.B. Du Bois was basically like a communist, right? I think he was a communist. He left America. He hated America. A sleazy person. Dr. Gaynor, along with research colleague Brandy Blessett, Ph.D., I think that became her so-called imitation wife, was awarded $150,000 for her project titled Intersectional, Intersectional Subjection and Law Enforcement, Examining Perceptions Held by LGBTQ People of Color. In New Orleans, Louisiana. She got $150,000 for that trash. The research project uh, tests the theory of intersectional subjection and empirically evaluates how policing has been used to ostracize and subjugate individuals with intersecting identities in New Orleans. Hopefully I'm pronouncing that correctly. New Orleans. <laughs> New Orleans. If you grew up uh, white in Southern California in the Hague household. <laughs> That's how I learned the word New Orleans. So these are the people. That's Obamacare, by the way. That was how Obama administration reinterpreted the word sex in Obamacare. And then they put this woman, they paid this woman to do her mess, her fake victimhood for LGBTQPOC. In New Orleans. Crazy. New Orleans. Sorry. <laughs> Gross, huh?
Gross. This is the end of the first hour of the hate report. I'm going to get to Joe and Dana and Art and the rest of you guys. Um, Larry King's in the hospital. There was a Texas church shooting. I'll tell you about it. It wasn't like a mass shooting. I it was a a pastor. Good, good for him. He had a gun, but he had the gun wrestled from him, and then he was shot and killed by it. What a mess, according to the story, right? Info on the Nashville bomber. And, uh, blacks do resist arrest. It is, uh, have more information about that. So hang tight, guys, for the rest in a couple of minutes of hour two. Sorry, ten minutes, people. <laughs> two minutes. I'll be right back. We're back, guys. Uh, Caucasian power activate, form of civilization, says Lin Yen Chin. That's a reference to something uh, Maze said, accusing 
Baba Gota guy of using his Caucasian power. <laughs> Interesting. Lin Yuan Shin says, shape of decency. Yes. Uh, King Alpha Nerd and Jib Jab donating through streamlabs.com slash the hate report. Jib Jab says, knowing Trump, he most likely has an ace up his sleeve. Doubt all thoughts. Happy New Year's, by the way, Brody. Thank you. Very nice. Yeah, don't, tr- don't count Trump out. We shall see what happens, right? King Alpha Nerd says, Hake, you are on fire. Maze, where is your husband? And did you get water- watermelon? I put watermelon. <laughs> watermelon for Christmas. Got me dying over here. <laughs> Thank you, King Alpha Nerd. It was inspired from the chat. It was take care of business bear. But thank you. Hake has corona. Elbow cough. I want some Caucasian power, says Mr. J. Get yours on the Hake Report. So first, let me get to Joe in Phoenix, Arizona. He wants to correct the record on John Brown, maybe. What's up, Joe? Happy New Year. Good morning, James. Morning. All right. Yeah, John Brown was not, he didn't go directly to violence. He was a preacher. He preached. He signed petitions. He gave speeches. He thought it was all ineffective, so then he eventually went to violence, yes. Yeah. But basically, James, he he was a great American. He believed deeply in the Declaration of Independence that all men were created equal. He said, he said that often. So that's why he fought so hard against slavery. It's that, that simple. He wasn't evil. He, he wasn't a bad man. I don't know. Sorry, someone's at my, at my front door there. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I think that he was a terrorist. From what I've read, he ended up being a terrorist. It, it depends on, on what side you're on. You know, one man's terrorist is another man's freedom fighter. <laughs> Come on. I don't know. I don't buy that. She says she loves John Brown. She, he was executed by hanging. Why was he executed? He was executed because he seized the, the federal armory at Harper's Ferry. Did he murder anybody in that process? Murder is an interesting term. <laughs> during during, during that, that seize, yes, people died on both sides, yes. Was it open civil war at that point? Uh, in Kansas, yeah. Not, not there now. So um, when it's not war time, wouldn't that be called a murder? Um, again... Depends on what side you're on there. Interesting, but man. Looking to Bible, Bible go-to guy. Um, yeah. You know, going through suffering is not the only way to ennoble a people. So to, to, to try to make, to make the claim that a great evil like, like slavery produced some good because it ennobled a people is just a silly, straw man argument. Who said it was the only way? Did he say it was the only way? Doesn't have to be the only way, James. But what I'm saying is, you have a great evil like slavery, and overcoming evil, and to spin that as as a good, that's just a silly straw man. But he didn't argument. even he didn't even say it was a good. He said good can come from evil, and I don't know how great of an evil it was, when you look at the evil that's going on today. 
James, owning another human being is simply evil. I don't know. Families were torn apart. In they some cases, in some cases, I heard that's true. But in, mo- cases, in most yeah. cases, they wanted to keep them together because they worked better, better together, I heard. Uh, no. Yeah. No, it's true. That's true. Yeah, no, it's true. And they were sold off. They had no right as human beings. They weren't even seen as human beings. Whatever you don't know, you don't know how they were seen or not. Sure, you do. We have factual rights because we know the Missouri Compromise counted them as three fifths of a human being. That's not what it counted them as. They didn't count as three fifths of a human being. You're uh, you're strawmanning that. You're strawmanning that uh, situation. That's just a historical fact, James. It's a historical fact, but not human being. They weren't counted as three fifths of a human being. You're being silly there. They were counted as that for the census. That is historical fact. For the census, for political power, they weren't counted as three-fifths of a human being. Were women not counted as human no, beings? No Only right. men were voting back then. You're being silly. Yeah. That's a, and that's children that's weren't... Are children not counted as human beings? Children weren't voting either. You were trolling earlier when you said that black folks shouldn't have the vote again. But guess what, James? You wouldn't have the vote either. I know. I would be fine with that. If only the sensible people who own stuff, who had a stake in America, were voting, then I think that America would be better. That's interesting that, that you would give, give up your hard-won right, right to vote very easily. It was not a hard-won right. It was a uh, corrupt, it was a corruption that they opened it up like this. Look at how corrupt America is. You talk about how evil slavery is, look at how evil America is today. James. Poor white folks had to fight and bleed and die to get the right to vote just as much as black folks did. Well, they're not voting right now. Nor are most blacks. You're a a so-called black conservative. You should agree with me. Not so-called, James. I have a 20-plus year track record of GOP work. GOP doesn't mean much, man. (laughs) You know that. No, it depends on where you are. Yeah. Anyway, that's interesting. What do you think of the, uh, since you're, since you're, it's all about what side you're on, what do you think about, um, the cop killers? Like the Black Panthers? Were they freedom fighters? Well, James, you're saying a lot there. I never agree on killing cops. Let's get that straight up front. Killing cops is always an evil, terrible thing. How about John Brown killing, because you said, oh, it depends on what side you are on, with John Brown killing members of the military, presumably, or whatever they were. Well, it was all, it depends on what side you're on, but... Interesting. It was, it was actually Robert E. Lee, who was a colonel then, who fought against John Brown at Harper's Ferry. Good for him. He was an American hero. No, he was an evil, vile, vile man who thought to, to, to preserve slavery. And in your and mind, John black, Brown, black. who thought that so-called all men were evil, I mean, all men were equal, mm-hmm. um, is, a, is a nice man, but J- Robert E. Lee was a vile, vile man who was evil. Yeah. What's wrong with you? You got everything backwards. No, you do. He, he, he sent free blacks back into slavery when he captured them during the Civil War. He intentionally split up families of of his own slavery. I mean, again, these are documented historical facts, James. That I know, but you're, you're uh, selective. Selected anyway, out. I gotta run. 
I gotta run. Nice talking with you, man. Happy All New right, Year. Good day. Bye. All right. Dana in South Dakota wants to comment on slave. Dana, it's good to hear from you. What's up? How's it going, Hank? Going well. How are you? Happy New Year, by the way. Thank you. Happy New Year to you as well. So, I'll try to be quick, but probably one of the dumbest things I've ever heard Maze say. And I've been listening to Maze for a long time, but she was no Republican can understand because black people have been on both sides or whatever she was trying to say. <laughs> yeah. As if blacks like, in their lifetimes, to, as in, as if blacks who are living today have ever been Republicans. See, right? It's just ridiculous. Or, yeah. And, and not to mention, well, a lot of them are changing too, but that's beside the point. Right. I mean, what does she think a rhino is? Yeah. It's I true. Mean, that's, it's on both sides. They're flip floppers and whatever. But yeah. anyways, the point I was mainly calling to make was that the word slave, because she loves to use Caucasian, and then same with the first caller, I think it was the first caller, who was talking about slavery. <laughs> but I mean, the word slave is derived from Slav. The Slavic people, they were from Eastern Europe. And they were slaves of Muslims, and that was like during the ninth century. Yeah. I mean, this was, I mean, this, these, that is where the word comes from for a reason. That, those were white people. Yep. I white know. people have been enslaved. What do, who does she remember? Spartacus? I mean, just go take your pick through history. Everybody's yep. been enslaved. It's so ridiculous. I wish we could just stop. I mean, and I'm, I'm, um, I have the engine blood. That's all I'm saying. Give you permission to use that word. Nice. Appreciate who it. <laughs> who the hell cares? I know. <laughs> Jesus. I say it. Who cares? <laughs> it's how you know which kind of Indian you're talking about. <laughs> exactly. You know, if you feather, say Indian, then it could dot, be from you know? India. <laughs> For, exactly. Exactly. And uh, but there, and then it's kind of funny to me how like Democrats are always about slavery, especially when like they love to import illegals. Right. They love the, like the minorities. They love to import and employ them. Socialism and to pay is slavery. Them next to nothing. Well, what is exactly? And they these shutdowns are slavery. Unpaid labor, forced labor. That's what slavery is. Yep. And these and shutdowns, these uh, these COVID fake COVID shutdowns, that's slavery. That's right. You don't have your freedom. That's right. Exactly. We are not free to just go to a restaurant. I mean, for frick's sake, we can't even go to a restaurant and eat. Yep. We can't even be in our houses with our families more than so many people. It's so ridiculous. Now I know how the we slaves felt. Right? <laughs> for real, we do. And we are. We pretty much are all slaves at this point. So, right. yeah. Well, well, welcome to the family, mate. Here except, we are together. Except today we they're now spoiled know how it slaves. Feels. They're spoiled right? slaves. Yep. <laughs> no joke. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate it, Dana. Uh, I know. Yep. All right. You have a good one, Hank. All right. Talk you as well. You. you too. So John Brown was hastily tried for treason against the Commonwealth of Virginia because states mattered back then. The murder of five men and inciting a slave insurrection. He was found guilty of all counts and hanged. On December 2nd, 1859, the first person executed for treason in the history of the United States. Yep. You know, they do that. They did that. What's that? Nate, Nate, Nathan, something like that. There's this black guy who led a, a slave revolt to. I forget what his name was. Nathan something. They did a movie about him. Pretending like he was a preacher and all that stuff. Nat Turner, yeah. Nat Turner. (laughs) 
scum of the earth, these people who are uh, lionizing evil people. Nat Turner was another terrorist, actually. And um, lionizing evil people and villainizing decent people. They're doing it to this day. To this day. <laughs> you know we've been fighting 400 steel fighting to this day. That's right. <laughs> uh, did I read the King Alpha Nerd one? I guess I, I guess I did. Thank you, King Alpha Nerd and Jib Jab for the super chats. Okay, let me get to Art in Ohio. He wants to comment on some news regarding Bill de Blasio, the New York City so-called mayor, the socialist. Art in Ohio, what's up? Man, what's up with my main man? Hey. Hey, not much. Let me ask you, Art. Happy New Year, by the way. Hey, Happy New Year to you. Let me ask you, because Earl from Michigan said that you indicated you were thankful for slavery. Because of being an American, you're happy to be an American. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm 34 years old, and till this day, <laughs> I'm happy that uh, slavery happened or when the Father God is good, man. He might be slow, but he for sure. Nice. All right. Appreciate that. That's yeah. cool. And, and, let me, and let me elaborate on that uh, once again for uh, early, late Earl. So, uh <laughs> Well, the the reason I, the reason I gonna say I feel the reason why we was put in uh, slavery is because or the people wasn't following the commandments. That's why Moses, all the stuff happened with Moses, and we was led up out of Israel to Jerusalem. A long story short, so oh, because you're a Hebrew have, Israelite, huh? Yeah, tribe of Judah, Dang. twelve tribes, one of the tribes of Judah. So, uh, long story short, uh, as far as Yes, it, all that was so then, for everything that's So good. then you're happy that the slave owners, the slave masters, taught Christianity to, this, to the uh, slaves? Well, I mean, it was going to happen anyways. It was written. All that, everything that, uh, that happened was, ri- was written. I mean, it might not have been written in the Bible, yeah. but it was going to come to pass anyways. How you think that uh, you have the revelations or whatnot and all the stuff that's been prophesied is going on with the world right now in the end times. So are you a Christian today? Uh, I, I, I use it loosely like I uh, call a loosely used lady, a liberal. <laughs> Cause, uh, they, uh, so they, you're loosely uh, Christian, kind of like a liberal lady, loose lady. <laughs> yeah, I don't really, I don't really go for it too much because they don't stand for nothing. You know them, you know what I mean. I know, but they, some, uh, but we need to bring it, bring back the kind of Christianity that stands for something. I don't know if you caught yeah, church. The, the, do you catch church in general with Jesse Lee Peterson? I might have caught one of them. Okay, because just this past service yesterday, he said we're bringing Christianity back because men, yeah. men and whites and Christians are cowards, they don't stand up for themselves, and we're bringing Christianity back so people are clear about what a Christian is, and well, so that they aren't afraid of being ca- being called Christians. Well, that, well, what I'm seeing is going on with society, with the men on both sides, white and black, so I ain't gonna talk about no, no other races, or I'm talking about white and black, uh-huh. indigenous American patriots, ones who was born here that have bloodline ties, yeah. just like my, blood, my bloodline ties go back to VA. You see what I'm saying? And it, our family didn't just pop up in VA. Uh, we was there for hundreds and hundreds of years. Most of my family that was born in VA or whatnot, they spread out from there. So nice. that's how I know. Virginia, VA, my, Virginia. Yeah. Nice. Yep. That, that's how I know where my blood ties come in through uh, Indian slash 
uh, uh, Negro or whatnot, going back to uh, the Negroes or the uh, I, I, what I'm understanding is uh, Negroes. They they changed the name to uh, keep the blacks confused or whatnot. But the Negroes are the, one of the twelve tribes of uh, of, uh, of Israel or whatnot. Uh, Jerusalem <laughs> out the box. Long story short. So what I want to talk about with. Uh, what I want to talk about about De Blasio and his uh, and his wife or whatnot, if I'm mistaken, they was dancing or whatnot in New York, and the wife had on a a boy lover mask, one of them pedophile mask. Allegedly, what I from what I seen on FBI uh, reports, that the sign that she's wearing is a a pedophile mask, and I'm just trying to figure out how you got. These politicians allegedly this in office acting like they don't know what they wear. I don't know if she do or she don't, but I finally highly suspected New York City is one of them weirdo states like California, Houston, Atlanta, and Chicago, where they promote a lot of this liberal, lesbian, gay stuff. You see what I'm saying? That she don't understand that she has on a pedophile can you, mask. Can you explain what you mean by pedophile mask? Can you, like, elaborate any more than that? Because Okay. Oh, what does that mean? Okay, let me elaborate. Let me elaborate. Because I know well, that she uh, was dancing in Times Square on New Year's Eve to New Year's Day, and well, oh, you mean she was wearing a mask? Okay, Do you, can you Google like mask? Okay, let me see if I can drag this into the folder so that people can see what the heck you're talking about. Because I don't know what that means. Is with hold on, hang on. Because I found a it's a Getty image from uh, the shared by the Sun. New York City mayor slow danced with his wife Charlene McRae. She used to be a a lesbian or something. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was probably a, so I, they can switch some of them. Switch okay. hitters. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Charlene McRae, and she was wearing this this mask. With um, triangles on it, like a red triangle, a yellow one, like African style thing. Let me see if I can drag this into the folder for today's thing. It's a screenshot. And it's all interrupted by these ads because the sun is a terrible website full of lesbian, full of ads. (laughs) (laughs) Why why are you laughing like that? That's weird. (laughs) Okay, I put it in the folder. Did I put it in the right one? Monday. Screenshot. NAMBLA, Na- National Man-Boy Love Association. Is that a NAMBLA mask? Um, but anyway, she's wearing a mask that has blue and white and and yellow, green, orange, purple. I mean, not purple. Blue. And she oh, got yeah. that. Hey, hey, and she got that little old ponytail in, man. She need to grow some more hair, man. Get her little ends trim, man. Coming out here looking like who done it. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Um, aren't they in the same household? They don't have to wear. Anyway, whatever. They're wearing a mask. He needs to put to... a mask on her when he uh, when he's. Uh, never mind. I'm gonna say that. Yeah, Long yeah. story short. <laughs> so let's. So check this out. Uh, what's the problem with the liberals to wear? They don't understand it. They telling you to stand and stay in the house, but you got her on here with this boy lover sign, and they dancing while you enslaved in your house. Can't even have a good, good time. Go, go allegedly go watch the ball drop, and y'all just cool with that. I mean, the liberals and the Democrats they cool with that. Yeah, yeah, and I, it's it, 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 crazy. I don't, I don't, I just, I don't get it or whatnot. Uh, 
Just shameful. And then what was that? Who was that? What was that? You were talking about that last the, uh, girl from Cincinnati, the lesbian. <laughs> oh, yes. That was a woman named Tia Cherie Gaynor. Lesbian. And she's paid or has been paid or part of the DOJ or employed or commissioned by the DOJ to study some nonsense about LGBTQ POCs, people of color. In, uh, in, um, New Orleans. And this yeah. woman is so-called married to a, to another black female lesbian. And she's complaining that they're, um, getting rid of the fake, what do you call it, discriminate, anti-discrimination protections against the transgender and non-binary people. The yeah. pretense, just basically forcing the taxpayers to go along and pretend that, um, that this transgender and non-binary stuff should be subsidized by what's, Obamacare. What's, why don't people understand that they ain't doing nothing but keeping the nonsense going and the people like me and you and Jesse, we like, man, okay, this COVID-19, America's under attack, let's get down and handle and fix everything and get down to business and make everything right in yeah. America. Why are they trying to keep this nonsense that is about nothing? You want to get transgender studies and get equal rights for females? Man, let's handle the real facts of the situation. The house is broke up. You got these governments, and they paid off and bought off to keep a narrative going, to keep the prisons full, and everything to turn it into full circle. And, I, and, and, it is, and the gig is up. Everybody sees it. Well, yeah. at least the the uh, the, the right uh, alpha male logical thinker see it, <laughs> and it's a it's a it's a recipe for a disaster. It's a shame, and that's. But I just noticed that that's what that socialism that that stuff that those the liberals promote. It comes with yeah. that stuff always. It always comes with that always. LGBTQIA stuff, anti-man, anti-white, anti-Christian, and that's their socialism stuff. It always links yeah. up with that stuff. Yes, it do, but it's evil. Evil is it with evil. Yeah. You know what I mean? So right. my thing is this, and and this is to my uh, my white patriot Americans and my uh, black patriot Americans, Negro patriot Americans. Uh, with the white people, y'all can't be participating in the the gay stuff. For simple fact, y'all are dying off at a. I know that's a good at point. Early at an early age. So any little crook in y'all's chain to where maybe gay stuff starts coming up in y'all's generation, yep. that's going to really do y'all's bloodline bad to where y'all going to be reproducing at even lower rate. And then with the black and the Negro people or whatnot in these communities or whatnot, my people or whatnot, the, the ones that follow the commandments and the ones that don't, because they can all change over and be saved. And, you know, you just got to follow the commandments. But in these communities or whatnot, y'all being, y'all being purged off between killing the gay uh, unhealthy eating, being purged off. So all this yeah. gay stuff in the mix of it ain't good for, ain't good for neither bunch, the whites or the blacks. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Very true. So, and you know what? This pornography stuff is the same thing. Destruction of the um, people. Yeah. All that, all that I'm, sort of sexual degeneracy and women having, uh, getting their education and career until they barely can have kids anymore and then they come out autistic and different things. It's a, yeah. it's a scam. It's like a depopulation type of a scam. And they it's, it's against what's right. It. 
they think you'll see it. They then they want to call you a conspiracy. I mean, everything might be some stuff might be a little far fetched, but a lot of this stuff is going on that we be talking about on here on this show and on listening on Jesse's show. This is not no uh, conspiracy or nothing. It's, I right. mean, it's, it's clear as day. Yeah, it's reality. Whether whether it was planned or not, the effect yeah. the effect is quite predictable. The effect yeah. is evil. It's true. Yeah. It's so true. It's sick. I appreciate yes, that, man. God, God bless you, Alpha Hake and uh, Trump Pence 2020 or whatnot. All the patriot Americans. I'm about to get off here and uh, smoke me a little bit of pot. Don't do drugs, kid. Uh, drugs is bad for your health. God bless you. <laughs> do as I say, not as I do. All right, don't tell us what you're going to do. <laughs> don't tell us what you're going to do. Anyway, man, appreciate you. Take care, man. All right, yes, sir. All right. Wow. <laughs> what a mess. So, Mays says that de Blasio's wife's mask was an African design. And that Art doesn't know what he's talking about. Well, BitChute, New York Patriot 1978, on BitChute, Um, Jesse Lee Peterson is on there. I'm on there. The Fallen State is on there. Jesse Lee Peterson and the Fallen State are quite up to date in terms of BitChute. Says New York, New Year's Eve 2021 last night, 2020 to 2021, Bill de Blasio and his wife wearing a pedo mask. Please, please share this. <laughs> this needs to get out there. So, conspiracy? I don't know. But it is um, a weirdo mask. You know, there are, there are these weird African-style drawings by these... Not sometimes not even Africans, but they have an African style of people, and then it turns out to be homosexual like messages. It's weird, it's just weird, or not even just a message, it's just a style, but with motifs that are not straight. <laughs> so, and she is one of those people. Well, LGBTQIA, anyway. I don't know, are they gonna add the P soon? Ah. Blech. Uh, okay. One dead, one hurt in a shooting in Texas. A pastor was killed and two others injured at a shooting yesterday on a Sunday morning, 9 a.m. local time. According to Governor Greg Abbott and some local Smith County Sheriff's Office uh, spokesman, there was a two-hour manhunt for a guy Law enforcement officers apprehended the suspect. The suspect stole a car to flee the scene after he wrestled a gun away from a pastor who found him in the church bathroom holding a red bank bag belonging to the church. The pastor drew his gun on the suspect and asked him to stop him or her to stop, but the suspect was able to wrestle the gun off the pastor who was then fatally shot and then stole a car, drove off, Officers responded around 9 a.m. Identity of the suspect and the motive were not provided. Winona, Texas, about 15 miles roughly northeast of Tyler, 100 miles east of Dallas, Texas. Crazy. Right on to the pastor for having a gun, but man, you got it taken from him and killed. Yikes. Still not much info on that Nashville bomber, by the way. The FBI says the Nashville bomber did send material to acquaintances, I think around the country, 
espousing his viewpoints to several acquaintances throughout the country, according to FBI Special Agent Jason Pack. This is reported by the Epic Times. They didn't elaborate or give it a motive still on this Nashville bomber. But um, police, as you know, this bombing took place Christmas morning. Like, seemed like it was 6 a.m., but I don't know. Well before the downtown streets were bustling, but police were responding to a report of shots fired on two Fridays ago, right? When they encountered that RV blaring a record, recorded warning that a bomb would detonate in 15 minutes. A female robotic voice, right? Then the audio switched inexplicably to that recording of Petula Clark's 1964 hit um, downtown shortly before the explosion, the blast. But he was not, he was a liberal, not an incel, as I mentioned in brief. According to the Nashville bomber's girlfriend, he had a girlfriend. (laughs) And I think she was mentally ill too, by the way. The Guardian reports the far left foreign outlet, The Guardian. I think it's a UK outlet. Nashville bomber's girlfriend warned the police a year, more than a year ago, that he was making explosives. Anthony Quinn Warner. She called him Tony Warner. Police could not make contact with him or even search his RV because it was like on the other side of a fence and they didn't have a warrant and no crime had been committed. But they went to her house, which was, I think, nearby his house, um, Pamela Perry's home in Nashville, Tennessee. 21st of October, 2019, they got a report from her attorney, who was also his attorney. Um, She was making suicidal threats, so she was a nutcase herself while sitting on her front porch with firearms. I think that belonged to him, according to Metropolitan Nashville Police. Warner knows what he is doing and is capable of making a bomb, their lawyer, Raymond Throckmorton, said to responding officers at that time in August, right, 2019. Police said officers recalled Throckmorton, Raymond Throckmorton, a lawyer, right, for them, for each of the boyfriend and the girlfriend. Well, these are like 60-something-year-olds, right? I don't know how old Pamela Perry is, but Warner was 60-something, right? Did not care for the police. Throckmorton warned police that Warner, this Nashville, would-be Nashville bomber, did not care for the police, and he would not allow... um, He would, oh, they even said that the lawyer said that he would not let his client, Warner, permit a visual inspection of the RV. Wow, that's weird. But he says that he didn't tell the police that they couldn't search the vehicle. I have no memory of that whatsoever. Isn't that lawyer speak? He said, he told the Tennessean. But the FBI kind of looked into it because the Nashville police sent it to the FBI to, hey, look into this guy. They didn't find anything in their databases. And they didn't really follow up because he didn't really commit a crime. But the nutty, supposedly suicidal girlfriend was telling the truth about him. Apparently, you know, sometimes we don't like these red flag laws about, oh, your girlfriend can accuse you of anything, right? Well, in this case, it was true. (laughs) And they didn't follow up. When it's not true, they follow up and they throw the guy in jail. But when it is true... Oh, I can't do anything. How does that work? Isn't that weird? They never do it right. Huh. What a mess. And blacks do resist arrest, guys. So I got this from, um, I was reminded about this. I happened across VDare on Twitter. VDare. Follow them. They're under attack for being 
pro-Western civilization or something like that, right? Being white. Um, so, I didn't know this, but according to a recent study done by, I guess, or it was reported by NBC San Diego, right here, I think in December of 2020, um, African Americans were arrested, or are arrested in general, or over the years have been arrested for resisting arrest at a larger rate in San Diego, California. That's a couple of hours south of us. Three if you're in heavy traffic. Or more. <laughs> Ten times more over the course of several years. Ten times more likely to be res- arrested for resisting arrest. And they want to act like, oh, that's because the cops are more aggressive. But uh, Vider says, surprise, blacks resist arrest more. And they cite this NBC San Diego case. And it's so rich what they, these people say. I have told you repeatedly about a San Francisco case I came across back when Jared Taylor was still on Twitter. Jared Taylor is another good source for this information. Strictly kind of factual of a kind of a guy. Boomer, I think. Based. <laughs> The San Francisco Gate reported in 2015, African Americans were cited for resisting arrest at a high rate in San Francisco, eight times more over the course of some years. Here's the opening paragraph to this 2015 article about San Francisco, north of us, several hours north of us, or a few hours anyway. African Americans in San Francisco are cited for resisting arrest at a, at a rate eight times greater than whites. Even when serious crimes are not involved, according to statistics drawn from court records. And isn't that just make sense, knowing what you've seen in footage and seen of blacks in general? They will escalate stuff that doesn't even need to be escalated. Look at uh, Garner. He was suspected of selling Lucy cigarettes or something over, the t- over time. Or he broke up a fight and he was just involved. He was at the wrong place. Too, too many times, right? Too many run-ins with police, and then they say, okay, we're taking you in. No, this ends today, or this ends now, and it ended. He resisted arrest, and so many times. There was a guy who got shot in the back over in one of the Carolinas, Walter Scott, shot by former officer Michael Slager, who has been convicted of so-called murder, right? For shooting the guy in the back. And, uh... He ran, and it was like a expired tags or something like that. And he ran from the cop, and he fought the cop, and he ran again, and he was shot and killed. So unnecessary. Of course, he had this attack on men happening against him, because I think he was, want, he had a warrant for, like, not paying his child support, right? And that's part of that attack on men, disproportionately affecting the blacks, because they have so many kids out of wedlock, so it's such a mess. They even call that racism. But he didn't, so many times these blacks will resist arrest, run, and do, get themselves killed because they rather do that, basically, than go to jail. There was a young guy who, in Indianapolis, I think, who ran from the cops, dr- led him on a high-speed chase, even shot at them, and then he was shot and killed. Crazy. So all over America we're seeing examples of this. And sure enough, the studies are consistent with common sense. They resist arrest. Eight times more in SF and ten times more in SD, San Diego, California. 
and it's rich what they say about him. Again, <laughs> let me let me scroll down to show you what the people are saying. From January of 2010 to April 24th of 2015, law enforcement officers cited suspects resisting arrest 9,600 times in cases where the suspect was not charged with a felony. African Americans accounted for 45% of those cited for resisting arrest, even though they make up just 6% of the city's population. So 6%, 45%. It just makes sense. That's not racism. That's just how they act. The statistics are drawn from San Francisco's case management system. Court cases, right? Arrests made by all law enforcement in San Fran. Supervisor Malia Cohen, Cohen, whose Bayview district has a largely black population, said the numbers, if true, substantiate and quantify what we often hear from residents and are a glaring indicator that police in similar situations act more aggressively toward minority residents than they do with white residents, warranted or not. Well, that's rich. They don't treat the Asians like that because <laughs> Asians act different. They're more compliant. Whites, too. A little bit less so, but still more than blacks. Whites who make up roughly half of San Fran's population made up 39% of those cited for resisting arrest. Asians make up a third of the population accounted for just 3% of those cited for resisting arrest. That's just consistent with the stuff that uh, Amran has come up with, American Renaissance. That's Jared Taylor's organization that did about the color of, they did a report called The Color of Crime. They've done multiple of them. And it's just factual. Yeah, they may be more into the white thing than some of you guys are, but it's factual what they're citing. Latinos are not broken out as a specific demographic, so they're generally included among the whites. (laughs) Isn't that interesting? Critics say resisting arrest charges can be used to justify excessive police force. Yeah, okay, by placing blame on the suspect. Sometimes, many times, most of the time, you can blame the suspect. Right? I dare say. They can also elevate routine interactions with the mundane to the criminal. From the mundane to the criminal. Suspects can be convicted of resisting arrest punishable by up to a year in jail, up to a $1,000 fine, even when the underlying offense is minor or non-existent. Well, if it's minor, don't resist. But they do. And um, I think it's a poor training, right? Here's the report. That was from uh, San Francisco. And you had that, that, what was that lady? Cohen? Malia Cohen? Supervisor. A supervisor blaming the cops for something that makes the blacks look bad. Here's in San San Diego. Under California law, resisting, delaying, or obstructing a police officer while doing their job can be also a standalone crime. Doesn't have to be an underlying charge. Jeff Jordan of San Diego Police Department said willfully resisting, delaying, and obstructing an officer can jeopardize life-saving emergency services being provided, hamper evidence being collected, and inhibit criminal investigations. NBC7 investigates, looked at seven years of police data, and found out San San Diego PD arresting one group of people for this misdemeanor offense more than others. Data shows blacks ten times more, and this has lowercase blacks, and this was February, okay, this was February 9th, 2020. That was when they were still doing lowercase b for blacks. (laughs) 
blacks are ten times more likely than whites to be arrested for resisting, delaying, or obstructing a police officer. Interesting, huh? When a black person is being arrested and you see is, he is not resisting and they say, stop resisting, stop resisting, community activist liar Bishop Cornelius Bowser said, that's one of the first things they say is stop resisting and you're like, I'm not resisting, man. So they pretend like the cops are saying, stop resisting and meanwhile you're just going peacefully. Yeah, right. I'm sure that that every now and then you could come across a cop who's just making it up and accuses you of resisting and then has an excuse to shoot you or whatever or charge you with a crime. But most of the time, we know they're resisting, right? This Bishop Cornelius Bowser says, or he's lying about the situation. He said there are reasons why more blacks are arrested for resisting or obstructing a police officer. We believe a lot of this plays into officers' implicit bias. That's another word for racism. It's a culture that is embedded in law enforcement. When they see a black person, they see crime, right? Like when I joke around with my friends and I see a black, guilty. We just say guilty. <laughs> we say it, we whisper it very softly so that they don't hear us. <laughs> but it's such a scam. These people are just liars. So there you have it. Another city has stats that show that the blacks are out of control, but they want to act like it's the cops. And the more out of control they are, the more cops can get away with Saying, oh, stop resisting, and it's just a, you know, it's a Clarence Thomas. (laughs) Nah, I'm kidding around. So anyway, that's that. Let me get to, who is this? Haynes? I don't like that name. Get a real name. (laughs) Oh, get a real name for him, him, though. (laughs) I'm not going to answer that name. That's a weird name. It's a reference. It's a dirty reference. Um, so, President Trump, did you hear about the call, the phone call? Trump versus Raffensperger phone call. Trump says, according to the Epic Times, that the Georgia Secretary of State, Brad Raffensperger, that's that rhino guy, along with the rhino governor, we think he's a rhino, um, he beat that black woman who... Oprah supported, whom Oprah supported, Stacey Abrams. Georgia's Secretary of State was unable, according to Trump, to answer the questions about the ballots under the table. Raffensperger says that it's not true. And the far-left publisher, Twitter, says Trump was pressuring the Georgia Secretary of State to find Trump votes in the state, according to audio obtained by the Washington Compost. In a recorded hour-long phone call, President Trump told Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger that he wanted to find 11,780 votes to his favor to overturn Joe Biden's so-called win in the state. The Washington Compost also reported that Trump appeared to threaten Raffensperger, saying that his refusal to comply with Trump's demands would be a big risk. It's because Trump is demanding no more than just to get at the truth. There was, there's a whole lot of people suspicious about what went down, right? The words of, the words, President acted properly were trending on Twitter. And I believe it was based on this Newsmax article, Trump, Georgia transcript, referring to this phone call that was leaked to the Washington Compost, shows the case for vote shenanigans 
and I'm afraid and I'm uh, bleeping the F R A U D word. <laughs> I'm saying shenanigans rather than the F R A U D word because YouTube doesn't like true speech or free speech. But it says it, they say that the president acted properly. Newsmax TV does. And they stick by the truth generally. The article transcribed several key points in the conversation. Theirs does. So, and from what I hear, Raffensperger didn't know what he was talking about. He was just hemming and hawing and saying, oh, it's not true. I know that laziness is what I hear from, from the people that are on Twitter talking about this. And they said the similar laziness, one guy, I think the, who's that homosexual guy who was in the Trump administration? Um, yeah, Grinnell, Rick Grinnell. He said, um, that in Nevada, too, they had similar laziness, just not refusing to look into it. Because they just want to go along with the so-called establishment. Cowards. They can't get rid of President Trump quickly enough. By the way, President Trump says the U.S. COVID deaths are far exaggerated, and he blames the CDC for bad statistics. I didn't want to read that on the, the hake news of the Jesse Lee Peterson show because it could be forbidden by establishment social media such as Google and Twitter, right? But uh, I know I thought this was America, but Congress does nothing about the attack on true speech, right? But the Epic Times says Trump says that the COVID deaths are far exaggerated. And isn't that what many of us suspect? Crazy. Let me get to Alex. <laughs> Thank you for cleaning up your name, Alex. A first-time caller from Queens, New York. Happy New Year, Alex. Happy New Year, Mr. Hake. Hey. Uh, and to everyone listening at home or in their car, I wish you all a happy and healthy New Year. Nothing but the best for 2021. Nice. Appreciate that. Uh, I wanted to call because, one, uh, I just want to say that I really appreciate your work. Uh, gentlemen like yourself and Mr. Peterson are an excellent counterweight to the 24-hour battering ram of top-down narrative. And uh, to build on what you were mentioning earlier, it's, uh, it's, it raises more questions than answers that you have to dance around certain words you're not allowed to say, yeah. either on the air or on YouTube in general. Yep. And, um, and I'm, on one hand, I'm impressed, but on the other hand, uh, at what point is this just going to start turning into, you know, blink three times if you mean <laughs> F-R-A-U-D, blink four times if you mean shenanigans? <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. These people are um, out of control, and Congress could do something about it. You know this guy, Jim Jordan, who I think he's, he's either, I think he's in the House of Representatives. I don't think he's a senator. But Jim Jordan has kind of been wishy-washy on this issue, even though I thought that he stood with Trump and he's a wrestler guy and he's a Republican. But this guy didn't want to fight back hard against the um, establishment social media companies like Google, Facebook, Twitter. I, 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 you know, I think I th I'm, I'm curious to see uh, as time unfolds how exactly how many elected officials were for lack of a better term in the pocket of a lobbyist but rather than the um the alcohol lobby the tobacco lobby or even the gun lobby like 
there's got to be a social media lobby, right? Oh yeah, like it would be it would be remiss not to think so. What I've heard is that even uh, Joe Biden, you know how he th- thinks that he's going to be president, and he might be. Who knows? He might become this fake president. But he was. I heard that he was appointing a bunch of like Facebook and Google people to his administration. Yes, yeah. um, if I remember correctly, in his transition cabinet included people who worked for Amazon, Airbnb. <laughs> um, there were a few, like, it might have been someone who worked at, I forget if it was Raython or um, one of the one of the big arm, arm manufacturing companies, yeah. which, surprise, surprise, that industry turns a profit no matter who's in office every quarter. Right. Um, but no, it's... You know, it, it, this whole election has been a very strange litmus test of, like, how long can we have a fire in the living room in the middle of a party until people start to scream about the fire? <laughs> yeah. And there are enough people sitting around going, oh, can close the window. I'm feeling chilly over here. Like, well, what are you talking about? I don't feel no fire. Right. Um, but um, I'm calling, uh, well, you know, to tack on to what you had mentioned, if Mr. Biden... Uh, becomes president or not. Um, I'm calling to ask uh, what you think will happen on the 6th of this month when Vice President Mike Pence has to count uh, the electoral ballots. You know, I don't know what's going to happen. I hear that there's like a dozen senators, Republican senators, who are finally saying that they're going to fight this. But why did they wait so late unless they don't, their heart's not really in it, you know? They're just right. caving to the pressure because we, the people, are not really falling for this thing, you know? And so I don't think that they're going to fight to win. And Pence has been fighting with Louis Gohmert, who seems like a good guy. And Pence, I always thought was, or at least I've kind of liked him. So I don't know what's going on. Because Pence was supposed to, according to some interpretations, Pence could decide which electors to count. Because there has been multiple swing states that have dueling electors, right? The Republicans voted even though the Democrats so-called officially won. But, um, I don't know what's going to happen. I think it'll be a fight some of them are showing, putting on a show like they're fighting when they're not really. Mm -hmm. And there may be some who really want to be for what's right and are are really fighting. But uh, I think they're few and far between. You know, um, it's, uh, it's, you know, uh, it's a little heartbreaking that it has to come down to something so egregious for people to finally be compelled to, um, uh, I mean, for lack of a better term, do their job. Yeah. Uh, but, but, you know, I, um, the silver lining in all of this is that hopefully it makes people at the very least a little more aware of this um, cracked up F show, for lack of a better term, um, it's been like one. It's 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 been nothing but media overreach ever since the press declared the president before the electoral votes were counted. Yeah, it's like you know, welcome to the gaslight hour, all day, every day, <laughs> no matter what channel you turn on, no matter what radio station you put on. But that's the beauty of uh, of the work that you and Mr. Peterson put out for uh, for the public. So and so President that, and President Trump too. Honestly, he's yeah. not stopped standing up for himself. So I um, like that, and for America, I think, honestly, I think you know, um, I. I it's in my opinion, uh, history will not be kind to the 2010s 
but uh, the tail end of it uh, hopefully is the pendulum swinging back the other way. We'll um, see. It, it's been, you know, to be perfectly honest with you, man, um, prior to Trump being the president, I haven't had a feeling of, wow, I'm proud that guy's leading my country I know. since I was a kid yeah. when we had to do the Pledge of Allegiance and stand before the flag. Yeah. Um, but anyways, um, uh, I got to run. Uh, Appreciate thank it, man. You. Thank you for taking the time out of your program to field um, Queen's trash and a luchador mask yelling into your ears. <laughs> um, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, one step at a time, one punch at a time, one round at a time. The good and the bad news is that 2021 is all in your hands. Um, have an excellent day. Subscribe to 718 TV. All right. Thank you, Alex. Appreciate it. I don't know what that last part was about. Um, Lynn in Chicago, last few minutes, he wants to comment on a, or give a tip about a sex offender in Oregon. An Antifa member? Black Lives Matter? I don't know. Lynn, what's up? Happy New Year. I'm calling you from the, Happy New Year to you as well. And uh, you, I was in a, the thing is I'm calling you from the People's Republic of of, uh, Chicago. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And you're calling the People's Republic of Southern California, or of California in general. Yes. Is the People's Democratic Republic? <laughs> Something like that. No, it's it's a uh, communist California. Yeah. Well. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so the <laughs> the, uh, the person who I who I would like to uh, mention is a person by the name of Greg Anderson, and this person, um, you know, known sex offender from nineteen from the early nineteen nineties. Uh, this guy, he like you know, seeped into, uh, you know, um, like church positions, a school position and a PTA position. And, uh, I think it was like two years ago, he was arrested by the FBI for, uh, attempting to do, uh, gross homosexual activity with a 15 year old. Make a long story short, this man was not even convicted, convicted. I'm like, wow. Was even convicted, and he ended up costing the state of Oregon nineteen point two million dollars. How did he cost them that much money? Uh, well, following the following the the his arrest, which resulted in not a conviction, uh, all these lawsuits started flying and and so on, and then you know people settling out of court and stuff like that. That's how that whole thing came about. What is she? You, you know how they hope. Yeah. yeah. What a mess. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a mess that Democrats have made, but all in all, I think that this person probably, you know, probably has some buddies who were politically connected, which uh, who knows what he was. So I'm sure you, you get the idea of the, the mess that this guy was involved in. Man, doesn't look like a friendly guy. That's wild, man. No, Appreciate oh, the oh, tip, oh, oh, Lynn. Oh, did you, did you pull them up so you can see what yeah, kind of... Yeah, like, I took a... Growth? Let me uh, see if I can give the people a screenshot of Lake Oswego Man reported in 2019 on KGD... Ch- KGW8, which is in local NBC, NBC News. Greg oh. Anderson served as an advisor to several youth organizations, and police fear there may be more victims. He was... Arrested for luring a minor and sexual corruption of a child uh, yep. back in August of 2019. Yeah, I just put guy, a screenshot. He's 61 years old, too, by the way. 
in Beaverton, yeah, quite- Beaverton, Oregon. I've been to Beaverton before. That's not far from yeah, Portland. The guy was probably taking a slew of Viagra, and and uh, if, if you <laughs> if you look up there, he he was not he's he's not because I, I looked at all the surrounding states uh, their uh, sex offender watch list. Yeah, he is not on any of them. He's not he, he the guy's not even in prison. I, I looked at the, the the prison database, not even on there. I looked at the, the federal bureau of prisons. He's not there either. So I mean, like, hmm, either this guy's a a prominent Democratic voter or. Or, uh, I mean, I mean, God forbid. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, luck on. All right. Well, I appreciate the uh, sharing your research, man. What a mess. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Take <laughs> care, Lynn. Yeah. Happy New Year <laughs> on that note. Happy New Year. All right. Wow. So this has been the Hake Report, guys. Thehakereport.com slash show. JesseLeePeterson.com for Jesse's stuff. Church with Jesse Lee Peterson. We do have a um, men's forum this week. Men's forum for men only. 7 p.m. at Bond in Los Angeles. And uh, let me just double check. No wonder the Clintons call us super predators, said Lin Yen Chin, <laughs> regarding to uh, the blacks, I think. And Lin Yen Chin says, policing language is asphyxiating human potential. Yes, that's true. Policing the language of people. Um, he said eight times that's 30% more than overall black norm. Referring to uh, the uh, arrest rate for resisting arrest or charging for resisting arrest. Thank you, Lin Yin Chin, and thank you to the supporters. I'll be back tomorrow. And uh, rebuildingtheman.com slash church for church with Jesse Lee Peterson. You can scroll down and look for how to support for the matching donation how to find the silent prayer that Jesse Lee Peterson recommends. The silent prayer is listed on that thing with links to links to the download and all that stuff, as well as sign up for the mailing list and how to contact and donate. All right, guys, take care.